Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Catch Me If You Claws. Part of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas series this year. It's 2023, y'all. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, please follow us on Instagram. You can find us in two places there. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Come on over to our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. You know, here's a quick little thing that happened over the weekend I thought was so funny. One of our listeners and member of the Facebook group referenced something that you said months ago, I feel like. No, it wasn't. It was the kickoff of Countdown to Christmas. Yeah. It was about... <laughs> it feels like months it ago. It does feel like months ago. <laughs> and you and I both responded. And her response to us was like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys responded. I'm like, I wanted to be like, <laughs> we're like any other people too. Like we're in here. Like we want to talk to you guys there. We're of the people. <laughs> we are of the people. I mean, we are just... Two moms of teenagers sitting at a kitchen table right now, breaking down these movies. Trying to be your number one Hallmark podcast, so you know how to make that happen. Speaking of, how wonderful was it to see the Spotify raps of people that were in their top podcasts? It was like a moment. It was great. I was so excited. Yeah, and if we are in your Spotify rap, share it, tag us. We'd love to see it. Oh, it's Wednesday, and you know what happens on Wednesdays? We drop brand new episodes of our other podcast, Approved, with Megan and Wendy. And that's a good time. And that's just about 10 minutes of your day. We share items we're using and loving every single week. It's stuff we bought with our own money. It's stuff we genuinely use and love. Give it a listen. Approved with Megan and Wendy. Anywhere you get podcasts. And now it is time for a synopsis. On the verge of her big break, aspiring news anchor Avery Quinn catches a home intruder wearing a red suit claiming to be Santa's son, Chris. Stars Luke McFarlane and Italia Ricci. Nice, short and sweet. Excellent. Let's do some news and notes. Nina Weinman wrote the script for Catch Me If You Claws. Nina has 32 previous writing credits, including... Napa Ever After, and A Nashville Legacy, both from earlier this year. Nina has written a total of 30 movies for Hallmark since 2010. We also just learned that Nina her- from Nina herself that she has three more just put into development. It's going to be a big year for Ms. Nina Weinman. I'm telling you, these writers during the strike were at home coming up with all these stories. And then as soon as it was like the okay, they're like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I have a fun fact about Nina Weinman and this script later in the episode. Ooh, this movie was directed by Bradley Walsh. He has 44 previous directing credits, including many projects for Hallmark. I'd like to point out that he has also directed a couple episodes of the series Sullivan's Crossing, which stars Chad Michael Murray and Scott Patterson. That is Luke Danes from Gilmore Girls, if you didn't know. Season one is currently airing on the CW. So I want to know if you are a Girls Gone Hallmark listener and watching Sullivan's Crossing, drop us an email, DM, whatever, Facebook group. Let us know if this is something we should be watching. I have been recording that. I did notice it on my DVR the other day. We're drowning, y'all. Wendy and I basically (laughs) spent all day sending each other like white flag gifts. I sent Wendy, I found this really cute restaurant in San Diego that's like fully holiday themed. It looked amazing. And I was like, we should go here. And you go, can we? And I went through my calendar. I was like, 
no. <laughs> we really can't. No, there's just no time. But then it was, I was like, oh, we should go here and then spend the night in a hotel afterward. But what, when? Okay, moving on. Italia Ricci stars as Avery. Ricci has 27 previous acting credits. Her last film for Hallmark was Don't Go Breaking My Heart in 2021, which coincidentally was also written by Nina Weinman. Her work outside of Hallmark includes a show called The Imperfects, which is Wendy's favorite genre, a sci-fi action series now streaming on Netflix. <laughs> Not my favorite. Uh, of course, you might also recognize her from the 53 episodes of Designated Survivor or as April Carver in Chasing Life. Did you watch Designated Survivor? I think we watched the first season of it. We did too. And now it's on Netflix. I think it might actually be over now, but it did get a new life on Netflix. I kind of like those presidential series. I know you do. <laughs> I, we were huge fans of 24. And so I felt like that's what I wanted from Designated Survivor. And it wasn't really. No, you were getting like a hapless dude who was never meant to be the president. Yeah. Becoming the president. Yeah. Luke McFarlane stars as Chris. This is Luke's second movie for Hallmark since returning to the network after his short hiatus. Earlier this year, we saw him in Notes of Autumn, and Luke continues to work outside of Hallmark in a recent true crime movie. You guys, if, I don't know if I can get through the title of this movie without laughing. It's called Amish Stud, <laughs> the Eli Weaver story. I really want to watch this. True crime? Amish stud? Yeah, I looked it up because I was like, who's Eli Weaver? He was like this uh, Amish dude that like killed his family or his wife or something like that. So the poster shows Luke McFarlane, full beard, dressed up as an Amish dude. But Amish stud? It just, I can't, you know, Lifetime. I'm watching that. We'll put it on your after Christmas list. Uh, in addition to Amish stud, he has a movie coming out called Lone Star Bull, which he's starring in. It's currently in post-production. I'm thrilled for his success. He's Me done too. so much lately. Me too. Catch Me A Few Claws was filmed in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, which, according to the cinemaholic.com, shooting began at the end of October 2023 and was wrapped up in November. This came out on Thanksgiving Day. That's a tight turner. Or is it possible the dates are inaccurate? I don't know. I'm very curious. Let's hear your first impression of Catch Me If You Claws. Climbing onto Santa's lap means something entirely different after watching this one. We have <laughs> similar vibes to our first impression. Oh, tell me. Do I need to stay up all night to catch Santa coming down my chimney? Oh my God. Did you write, actually write that or did you have AI write that? I wrote that. Wendy's made a couple AI references in the last couple of episodes. I've never had AI write my oh, I do. podcast show notes. No, not the show notes, but sometimes like your first impression. I will put like a bunch of words together that are my first impression and I need somebody to smooth it out for me. So yes, sometimes I have it rework it for me a little bit. Do you want to hear my worst AI confession? Yes. I need to send a, a sympathy card to someone. Girl, been I there. Didn't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't find the words. Yes. I didn't do it, but I'm tempted to be like, Please write the contents of a sympathy card for a friend. Sometimes it's hard to come up with the right words. The 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 feeling is yes. there. It's coming from the heart. Yes. I'm writing it with my yes. hands, but I don't know what to say. And I don't, I, 
in my defense, I don't want not knowing what to say to stop me from sending this sure. card to let this person know that I'm thinking about them. Right. Let's talk what we liked. Okay. I mean, definitely the hot makeout scene in the car is at the top of Wendy's list. It's not. Is it even on my list? Is that the hottest thing we've ever seen on Hallmark? When she climbs on, she straddles him in he- the car. At first, I was like, like, literally, my eyes were like, bing, 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 bing. Have I ever seen that happen before? Never. There is no chance. I will send someone a $10 Starbucks gift card if you can tell me another Hallmark movie in which one character has straddled another. And she turns that baseball cap backwards. It was a hot scene. It was a hot scene. After dark, man. (laughs) Yeah, I fully believed it, too. I was like, uh, this is one of the hottest scenes I've ever seen. And Both of their kisses were very well executed. Agreed. Now, when I'm talking about, like, this scene, all I can – this memory is, like, we've gotten some feedback on the show. It's, like, all they do is objectify the men. We have? Well, that one, I was, like, they're screaming about the hot guys. Well, I'm screaming that was a hot kiss. And I'm here for it. Like – Look, I know there's probably Hallmark watchers out there that were, like, offended by that scene or thought it was over the line. I kind of liked it and would like more. I just want to point out that there's entire fandoms for these Hallmark dudes, women of a certain age on Facebook, joining multiple Facebook groups dedicated to their favorite. The Heinies. I know. Will right at dawn if you dare review a movie negatively that their favorite favorite dude is in yes so we are not alone in objectifying them okay look i just want to say this both hallmark and luke mcfarlane knew what they were doing when luke comes down that chimney and he's got that tight tight shirt and suspenders on it's on my did you see that (laughs) (laughs) okay i when we Can I say something about this? Yeah. When we first saw this photo before the movie came out, it was a promo photo of Luke like in that costume. Yeah. My first thought was like a rewind the tape to Luke's quote from an article saying he was leaving the network. Mm -hmm. And Luke said, "I I think I've played all the firefighters I can play. Yeah. They took that Luke the hot firefighter and they made him Luke. The hot firefighter-esque Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, that was a moment right there. They knew what they were doing. I mean, there's a reason he's not round, jolly Santa. Luke is jacked. He is jacked. (laughs) I had no idea. Like, I watched that show Platonic. He's in a a shirt and tie the entire time. Uh Look, we're objectifying. What can I say? I would love a hunks of Hallmark calendar if anybody's making one of those that's not getting us that you know the hallmark treatment where it's the yearbook picture from 1999 but like i sent you those mock-ups i made of the hunks of hallmark calendar i do all this work (laughs) this is the second time today i do remember that now yeah i made like a few sample months of what this might look like oh so but we can't we can't make that because we don't own those photos Obviously, we can't make it. It was a joke for Instagram. Okay. Hoopo. Well, now? Uh, Luke McFarlane's in it on skates. Well, we're going to post it now. We're going to post it now. We are going to post it now. I'm sorry, Megan. 
menopause does weird things to my brain. Can we talk beyond Luke what I liked about this movie? I guess. <laughs> Five stars. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I loved the opening title in this movie. It, got, yeah. it gave me all those spy movie vibes. Yeah. And I just loved it. I love when Hallmark puts like a few extra dollars into like an opening credit where we just don't get like some like overlay of like <laughs> wedding at midnight or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Wedding at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, 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 but please, maybe if you recall, the Leo DiCaprio movie Catch Me If You Can. Is it the same kind of capery opening sequence? I think it is. Well, maybe I like it more now. I think it is. I think it's a real nod to that. And if you recall later in the movie, when they're with like the theater troupe and the guy goes, people mistake me for Leo. Mm. I was like, wait, is that a callback to Catch Me If I, you know? There were two other moments that I thought were callbacks in this movie. Okay. One is uh, more of a vibe. Luke as Chris has a real Buddy the Elf vibe in the first half of this movie to me. Kind of like. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Oh, yeah. In a real charming way. Mm -hmm. At the end of the movie, when the actual Santa crooks are caught, and they're like, we finally caught the Santa crook. And the guy goes, Santa crooks. Okay. That moment to me, stay with me, is reminiscent of the end of Home Alone Mm -hmm. when they catch the guys. And he's like, we're the wet bandits. And he's like, get it right. Harry. Harry's the Joe Pesci character. He's like, Marv, shut up, Marv. But Marv wants the claim. Like, we are the wet bandits. Anyway, that's got the it. moment. That's that's the, the vibe I got from those two moments. This story, I like that Chris and Avery have parallel stories. Yeah. They're going through the same thing. They live in the shadow of their parents. And mm-hmm. they're just trying to, like, be successful at doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they could connect on that. But it wasn't, like, clearly that's not, like, what the movie was about. But it yes. was just, like, this, this sprinkling of... I saw a review calling Chris the ultimate Nepo baby, which made me laugh so hard. Yeah, very funny. Looking back over the countdown to Christmas season, my favorite standout movies so far have been the one that have leaned into comedies. Mm -hmm. You know, The Santa Summit, Mystic Christmas, I thought had a lot of comedy. Those are the movies that hit for me. Mm -hmm. My point is, I think Luke in a comedic role really suits him. Yeah. You know, instead of him being like this, like, eye candy, throwaway romantic interest for a leading lady of a movie, like, fully in his own, I think he's got the comedy thing. I love it. Another thing I liked about this movie, in addition, another story comment, you know, you liked that opening capery scene. Mm-hmm. I liked that this is kind of a Christmas mystery, Christmas crime caper. Sure. It's a little bit of a different story than we're usually telling when we've got, like, parental influence were usually going a different direction and i liked there's so many fresh elements like when they run into like you said the acting troupe and they're running from these bad guys i thought that was really fresh and nice and fun i have a note about that in my wish one of my favorite lines in this entire movie was why do the hot ones have to be crazy (laughs) it was that's not verbatim it's something along those lines but i was like that's nice I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, I enjoyed that this story took place in the span of one evening. Yeah. And 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 or, or early morning hours. And I don't know if I've ever seen a Hallmark movie shown in that like condensed amount of time. Mm-hmm. 
and or be shot at night. Like almost entire, exclusively. Exclusively. And I thought, shout out to the crew and the actors. They were probably working all night hours. To well, there's a lot of movie. indoor scenes. True. But I Those agree with you on the They're stage. Everything yeah. outside. And to that point, we have a lot of movies that take place on Christmas Eve that don't belong on Christmas Eve, like a tree lighting or the opening of a museum or whatever. This makes sense on Christmas Eve. Sure. Because Santa's delivering the presents. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's talk about what we wished for. Okay. I think a big miss in this movie would have been an awesome cameo in the role of Santa. And why was Santa so grumpy? Because his kid isn't delivering, but he had, he, he apologizes. Grandpa, Grandpa, Santa is a jolly old fella. Yeah, but he's got a big job. And this is Chris's first year and he doesn't want to ruin Christmas. The kids need their gift. I hear that. Now, logistically, I can't get past how Chris is delivering all these gifts like, after she gets to the... At 5 a.m.? Yeah, how's that happening? That's my wish. I need Chris to be more concerned about delivering gifts to children. Mm-hmm. And the way they get by that is Santa says, the sleigh operates outside of the constraints of linear time. Do you remember the TV show Out of This World with Evie, whose father was an alien? Yeah. And she talked to him via a cube and she yes. could freeze time? I always imagine it to be a bit like that. They're like, we got to freeze time. We got to traverse the globe. Mm-hmm. deliver to the rest of the children of the world, yet somehow arrive back in time for Chris to meet Avery after her 5 a.m. newscast. Mm-hmm. NBD. I just think you got to be like, oh, that's Christmas magic. That's how Santa works. Sure. But he wasn't worried at all. In the beginning, he's like, I got to get out of here to deliver Christmas. And then after that point, he's like, no, I'm sticking with you till the bitter end. I thought, people are not going to get their presents, Chris. <laughs> Were you worried? here's the counter to your earlier like i'm ready for it i don't love like screwball comedy like i like hijinksy adjacent yes yes when like a somewhat confusing storyline, like who done it, with like running and hiding out and these oops moments i I'm no fun. Same. So therefore, I don't like all the silliness. Like, I can't even appreciate it because I'm like, nope, this is how you're going to rectify this situation. Like, give me the most efficient. Here's a plug for our Patreon. I have a hot story about how I am no fun coming up (laughs) on our next Patreon What's Good episode. Stay tuned. So that's, that's where I am. However, with all that said, I am... Very appreciative and really like that Hallmark put this into their lineup. Because I don't want 40 movies of the same thing. Right. So I love that this is in addition to it. And it always is a callback to me last year with The Royal Nanny. I don't can't recall how I felt about that movie. But I remember it going like, this is not a Christmas movie. Our feeling about that movie was not that it was amazing, but they tried. Yeah, they made a Hallmark spy movie. Right. So now we have like this Hallmark Christmas caper, mm-hmm. which I, I can't appreciate. Yes. Let's talk. Did you see that? I just had one. Luke in a gray t-shirt. That's it. That's all. That's all I have. <laughs> like I'm like, why am I this old, dried up bitty that's been married 20 plus years jonesing for 
the hottest guy on Hallmark in this gray t-shirt, muscles busting out. <laughs> I, the reason is for exactly the reason that you said. How old do you think Luke is? 37. 43. He's one year younger than me. He will be 44 on January 19th. He was born in 1980, which, like, anytime we're out of the 70s, I'm like, you're a baby. <laughs> you're funny. I was born in the wee hours of the 70s, but nevertheless. I guess I can just appreciate fine art as well. <laughs> and Italia Ricci is no slouch either. She's gorgeous. No, I actually didn't say this, but in my legs, I, like, Luke and Natalia are kind of my Roman Empire right now. Mm. The two of them, I was like, oh, look at them. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. One minor, did you see that? Avery's unpacking gifts from her mother from one large box. They all emerge in pristine condition. The bows oh. are perfect. And I was like, <laughs> nope. Really something I think about every time when someone's like, I have to ship gifts to my family. I think, is there a bow on that? Everything gets crushed down Smushed. to nothing. Yes. I have a behind the scenes note. Tell me. From one Miss Nina Weinman. She says, I developed the script elsewhere 12 years ago. It never got made there, but Hallmark Channel bought it back for me. And we got to make it for Countdown to Christmas this year. A lesson for writers that sometimes no means not right now. Mm. And then goes on to say that, of course, some adjustments had to be made to her original script. Good for Nina. Isn't that great? That's awesome. What did you rate Catch Me If You Claws? 3.75 stars. Really? Good score, according to you. 4.25 stars. Okay. And 3.75, right down the middle. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. We're not done this week. We're back tomorrow with another brand new review of Christmas with the kids. Come back for that. In the meantime, you know what to do. Five stars for us, Spotify, Apple, or if the podcast app you're using has a rating platform, give us those stars. All of them, please. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? Do you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms, feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing rom-coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month, with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms, wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss?